0: Greetings, good people. Welcome to Who Knows It's Just Life, the podcast. I'm your host, Kyle. Thank you for fitting me into your day today. And thank you for kicking off 2022 with me. Happy New Year to you. Here's the first episode of 2022. And uh, this episode, I'm really just kind of give a couple of quick updates from you know the holiday season and also get into a little bit of what I'm planning for this year for the show and just touch on a couple of topics. I don't think it's going to be that deep an episode this time around, just to get the year started. So yeah, I mean, I guess just to recap the holiday season, I think it was a really uh, it was I was very blessed and thankful for the holiday season. I mean, a lot of people had COVID this this go around. I mean, obviously the 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 uh, Omicron version is. Not as bad. It doesn't look like it's infiltrating the lungs as much as the other versions did. So you know, people are pr- pretty much handling it fairly well. Whether that's the vaccine's success or if it's just that's a, a, just how the strain works, I'm not sure. I don't know if anybody really knows. But um, thankfully, everybody that I know that had COVID over the break, you know, did well. They they were a little sick for maybe a few days. Some people not at all. And um, but everybody everybody made it through, and everybody's doing well. So that's good and that's a blessing, and I'm I'm fortunate in my particular family that we were able to celebrate Christmas uh, together for the most part. I don't have a huge family; we just you know a group of under ten. So that was thankful. I was thankful for that. You know, some folks in my family did come down with COVID, like in the next couple, in the next you know, in the immediate aftermath of Christmas. So New Year's was pretty chill, and uh, the, the kind of the the, the after sea, like Kwanzaa was pretty chill, but just because you know it wasn't able to be what I normally would want to do. But um, it's all good. It was still a good holiday season overall. Brought in a new year well as well. So they're very very thankful for that. And one thing that I also want to call out is that my kid, who's eight, he um, I I've been working him on terms of like thinking about Christmas in terms of giving. Obviously, every kid wants to get gifts and write lists and all that kind of stuff. So obviously, he was excited to get gifts too. But um, for, the, for the last few years, I've been like, OK, well, before you tell me a whole list of things you want to get for Christmas, tell me what you want to get other people for Christmas. And so, you know, that's not I mean, you know, <laughs> at that point, he was six, seven, whatever. And he it wasn't really like it it, it it was tough to to do that. And that's obviously understandable. I wasn't I wasn't tripping. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised this year in particular because he's eight now. And he <laughs> we sat down and he wrote out the names of people he wanted to get gifts for and you know he this time he was able to really think of them a lot of times he would think of gifts that he would like and give it to somebody else and you know and that obviously that's okay for a kid right but uh this year though he really did think about what the other person liked and thought of really thoughtful gifts for them i mean it was i was really happy with it and so um i went ahead and got the gifts he helped me wrap them and on christmas day we start sorting out gifts and stuff and there's, you know, a good, you know, a pile of gifts in the middle of the floor for him, you know, from my mom and a bunch of other family and whatever. And but he made sure to give the gifts that he got for everybody else. First, so he want He was so excited because he he spent so much time thinking about gifts for everybody. He made sure he wanted he wanted to see everybody's reaction when they opened the gifts that he got them, and he wanted to be, just see that they enjoyed the gifts and 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 liked it and whatever. So, um, and then there was a moment even before he like so mind you this is like twenty thirty minutes in into into you know opening gifts and whatever, and and he just sit back, sat sat back and he said you know this is just my favorite day because everybody is so happy. And um, my mom caught it, and I—I and I think I heard like the tail end of it, but it was just a real nice moment for him, at, at, even at just eight years old. You know, he—I I was just very happy for him to be able to experience the joy of giving and making other folks feel feel appreciated and feel loved in that way. And and then of course he he dug into his presence, and he enjoyed the things that he received too. But I think that I don't know that moment was was really beautiful for me to see, and I felt very happy and proud of him for really seeing. That value in giving, because um, that that's that's a big part of what it's all about, of course. So I was very thankful for that. So coming into the new year, uh, yeah, I'm not, as I said last, year, I'm not, or last year around New Year's, I'm not big on New Year's resolutions. So I guess my my thing last year was stay of course, change the pace, um, and so I guess that's kind of the same thing this year, although with with uh, with my boy. I think last year I talked about focusing on focusing on the the body and just like listening to the body and like doing self-care and and you know understanding diet and exercise, things like that. And so we we did a little bit of that last year and that was good. And this year, so I wanna circle like every three years I wanna circle between mind, body, and soul. And so this year we're gonna do mind. And cause I noticed a lot of times he would have a physical reaction to things but he would say it was his mind and he would say I'm not upset but the, but my mind is is like telling my body to do certain things or whatever and you know or you know get upset or whatever and so he was kind of like separating the mind and body in that way and I thought that was a really interesting way of processing like if you know feelings and emotions and stuff like that and reactions to things so this year we're focusing on the mind and um obviously I want to get get tap into mindfulness and really you know, get him to try to understand, you know, observing and witnessing what your mind is going through, what your body's going through, and all that type of stuff. And really, obviously, hopefully bridge that gap that they're all connected, of course, right? So um, I'm kind of curious how that'll manifest, if it'll manifest this year, but that's something I want to do with him. I think that'll be a fun challenge to to, to do. Um, I don't have any travel plans for him this year. Last year was a heavy travel year, and I I don't think I would have known that a year ago today. So Uh, At this point, I don't really have a whole lot of travel plans, but yeah, that'll probably come to fruition unbeknownst to me. Well, one thing, we'll probably still um, go to Rhode Island for the beach and probably hit up my brother's uh, farm down in Georgia. So that would be pretty dope. Um, Hopefully we can make that happen as well. But um, yeah, so also I want to touch on a few plans for the show. I did post a YouTube video. Yes, a YouTube video. My dad you know, over a year ago saying, oh, you got to get on YouTube, you got to get on YouTube. And it's definitely a, a more interactive way of, of finding listeners, finding people, you know, it obviously recommends stuff based on whatever you're watching right at the moment. And so it's a great way to, for people to stumble upon your content without searching for you. Obviously, audio podcast platforms, you really need to know what you're looking for to find it. You know, it's not as easy to just be found. So uh, he, he's very right about that. I just was apprehensive around getting on YouTube this year is going to be the year where I get on YouTube. Uh, So I did a a video of me, actually my face on YouTube uh, for the first time ever in my life. So here here we are. And then I'm starting to convert all of my prior episodes thus far into YouTube videos. Obviously there's not going to be much of a video component to them, but I still just wanted to get them on the platform just so that they're there. Um, My goal is to eventually implement visual components to this thing. And, like I said, I'm apprehensive about it, but I promise I'm going to get there this year in 2022. So I guess if there's a New Year's resolution or a goal for the year for the podcast, that's a goal. So hold me to it. I'm going to get there. I promise. I hope. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, so I definitely also. So one thing that's also come up for me a lot is, is masculinity and what healthy masculinity looks like. Towards the end of the last episode, last year, I did, you know, Patriarchy Strikes Back. And I really want to tap into a dig into what healthy masculinity looks like. So anyway, I read I mentioned that I read Bell Hooks, uh, The Will to Change last year with the Let's Talk Bro Book Club. This year I got We Real Cool by Bell Hooks as well, which is also about black masculinity. And so I want to read that one and, ta- and see you know, what that one's talking about and, and kind of continue to explore that topic. So that's something from a context standpoint, that, that'll probably be a theme for the, for the year. Maybe, I don't know. I, I planned that, I'm, I'm sure it'll come up a bunch of times. I, I feel like, um, in terms of guests, I, I haven't really thought f- too much about this, but I, I know I want to get some family and friends on there. Um, I, I've already talked to my sister and my cousin about being on the show. So hopefully those will come to fruition. And I've got a couple friends in mind, a couple of folks I work with outside of here that, um, I think would be dope to have on the show too. So stay tuned for that. Um, also, I'm also going to be giving periodic updates on Jazz Lewis' run for Congress. He's running for for my district in Congress. Um, He had his launch event last month, and I was out of town, so I missed that. But I definitely want to stay tapped into what he's doing and just, you know, follow that campaign. This is the first time somebody I know as closely as I know Jazz is running for an office at at the federal level. So I'm really excited about that, really proud of him thus far. He's already seen – he's already getting a lot of traction with that. So I really appreciate, you know, him doing what he's doing. And um, that'll be fun to watch, too. So, yeah, just to get into some topics quickly for this show, um, the the first book I read this year, I already read one book. My goal is to read 30 this year. didn't reach 40 last year. So I'm without driving and commuting as much as I used to. uh, Reading 40 books did not happen in 2021. So I'm going to try to hit, hit 30 this year. My first book I both listened to and 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 visually read The Gilded Ones by Namina Forna. And it's a pretty good book. It, it was a book that I saw at a bookstore and the the cover just grabbed my attention. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna read that. Um, and it's about this, uh, this other world where, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a extremely repressive world for women. And there's this ceremony where they, they cut girls at the age of 16 to see how they bleed. If they bleed red, they're pure. If they bleed gold, they're considered demons and they're killed. Um, and, so it, that's kind of the premise of the story. And the main character, um, you know, bleeds gold. And, you know, there's this, the, the, the story is about her eventually becoming a warrior. And I'm not gonna say too much about what it's about, but that's the premise. And it's a super good book. Uh, I think it's, it's, t- it's technically written for like young adults or whatever. So it's, it's, it's a smooth, smooth read. It's really entertaining. It's an enjoyable. Um, it's well written too, so I'm not familiar with the author. I should have researched her a little bit more before before getting on the show about about this book. I'm not sure if this is her first or what No idea about the author, but the cover just grabbed my attention the the, the brief synopsis I was like yeah, let's let's do this one. So glad I read that one. Got a number of other books uh, teed up for this year, so I'm excited to get into those too. um, yeah, so another thing that crossed my mind on Thursday this week, it was the anniversary of the January 6th insurrection on in the Capitol and I, I distinctly remember where I was when it took place. I was actually on a training conference call and one of the gentlemen I was on the call with was in DC and I, and I mean I was close by too so we were both like, uh what's happening uh, And so it was weird trying to focus on a work thing and and have that going on and obviously I got on a I got on the a mic and recorded an episode that night. Um, so it was just surreal to kind of just look back and see. I don't know just a year later it's it's really just crazy that that, that even happened and yeah, I still don't even believe it but you know yeah uh another thing that that comes to mind is the the matrix fourth movie is out now and it's only out on HBO for another couple of weeks two or three weeks or something like that and I was just going to watch it cuz folks I, folks told me that you know you don't really need to rewatch the first three to get the fourth one and I was like yeah that sounds like a plan but then one of my, my homegirls, one of my sisters was like, yo, you got to rewatch the first three. And I don't think she's even seen the fourth one yet, but but she was like, come on. Like, And, and I'm a nerd like she is. So like, we, we were both like, okay, yeah, like, all right. All right. I, who am I kidding? Like, I love the first. Th- I love the first one, like the second one. I don't even remember how I felt about the third one. I felt like my like of them decreased with with each one of the trilogies, and I feel like that's always the case. But anyway, I'm going to rewatch uh all of the first three i already watched the first one probably watch the next the second one and third one in the coming week or two and then i um, catch that fourth one so i might have some thoughts about that but i'll save that for another show another thing that came to mind as well is that it's also been a year since i've been on instagram and i that, that technically happened in november right around when i started the show i got on instagram for the first time in my life yes for the first time in my life and um I don't know. It's pretty. It's pretty interesting. I, I will say Instagram is a, is a is a cool platform. I, I didn't get sucked into it the way others do, and honestly, that was a big fear of mine. It's definitely something I go to when I'm bored. Uh, sometimes I go there d- directly to see if 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 folks are posting anything about a certain topic. I, I realize Twitter is more of like the real real live like thing that you know people are tweeting when things are happening in real time. I'm still not really into Twitter, but yeah, that's another story. So. But Instagram's been fun I I have to say Instagram's marketing is effective <laughs> I've definitely been intrigued by the links that are paid links to try to get you to buy stuff I've succumbed to it a couple of times but I also just it it, it, it their algorithms work like they just know they kind of they they successfully pinpoint you and how you are or at least how you present yourself on the gram and and the marketing is effective and I'm trying not to succumb to it too much because I, I that, it's, that still kind of annoys me and bothers me but you know hey if there's a black-owned product that's doing something that i need like all right like we'll talk but um yeah so i don't it's, it's interesting because i do get a lot of information from it now it's crazy how i felt like i didn't get information i I relied on people to tell me information i really don't watch the news habitually or anything like that you know i'll occasionally go on like you know i'll use like al jazeera bb um bbc and like some other like news sources. I'll, I'll listen to Democracy Now every once in a while, whatever. There's various sources of news that I that I partake in, but not nothing daily for sure. So Instagram's been a good source of that, you know. And and I know it's 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 sad. I mean, a lot of people get their news and information from from social media, and and that's just true, you know. Um, so I, I, it's not good, bad, or indifferent. That's just that's just the truth. And I'm just <laughs> I'm just being honest that that's legit how a lot of information comes my way. Uh, including, you know, stuff that I would eventually talk about on the show. Like, I remember seeing the footage from the Texas Border Patrol people, you know, abusing Haitian refugees, you know, back in what, September. So, I mean, I saw that on the gram the first time. So, you know, it, it's an effective tool. And I, I I knocked it and I hated it. I, I shouldn't say I hated it. I, I I resisted it for a long time. I guess I, if I'm being honest, I did hate it. I, I, I was anti-Instagram, anti-social media but I was also out of a place of ignorance. And I have to be honest with that. Like I, I was, I was against it because of what i I knew it could be. And I knew it, it, you know, it, you know, how it's designed, it's designed for likes and all that kind of stuff, a false sense itself or whatever. Um, Oh, which reminds me, I did read and watch ready player one. The book was amazing. The, the movie was good too, but I love, love, love the book a lot better, but, um, I won't get into all that, but that, that was a really cool, uh, series to take a look at because with the whole metaverse thing happening and all that nonsense you know it's 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 interesting to see that that novel description of where we could be and it just seems all the more real it seems like we're already on that trajectory right now so that's that's kind of a trip too but yeah so anyway i don't know instagram's cool i I, sometimes i also felt myself bored by it but i also realized that i only follow like 350 accounts i guess So and I realize I see like a lot of other people follow at least a thousand accounts. So maybe I need to add more stuff to look at to be in my feed. I guess that'll make that'll be a little bit more entertaining. Um, But yeah, I I guess overall, I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm also happy with my own behavior because I haven't gotten too engrossed in it. I still only spend at max. I spend like 20, 30 minutes on it a day, if that. So it's not like I'm spending hours and hours and hours a day on it, which which can be the case, you know. So, you know, it's all good. Another thing I want to talk about is music. So I used to do a lot of music production. And as I mentioned, maybe probably in the beginning, I moved from music production to, to podcasting. I really wanted to get into that. And so Racism was the start of that. And I produced original music for the Racism podcast and did make a mixtape off of that, which was a super good challenge. I appreciate Jazlyn for, for challenging me in that way because uh, then I actually did produce music the way I used to. But yeah, it's been kind of slow from a music standpoint. But one of my brothers, who's a, a friend of a friend, but you know, we we both had we both live not too far away from each other. You know, um, his son is around the same age as my son, a little younger, but whatever. Um, he's a baseball nerd too. So anyway, we 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 talk about a number of different things, check in here and there. Um, but I didn't even know he played. He plays the saxophone. So and I actually saw him, my dad and I saw him perform. Uh, a couple months ago, and you know, I was like, "Hey, do you do you write your own songs?" Because I make music, and and so we've actually been talking about at least making one song. But uh, my goal is ho- hopefully we can make a few. Um, he was talking about let's make an album together. That would be fire. So I'm not sure how much we'll able we'll be able to pull off um, this year, but because um, I know everybody's busy and working, family and all that, so. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what we come up with, but I I I'm gonna challenge myself musically to work with him and see what we can come up with. He he knows a few other musicians that'll enhance some of the concepts like from a production standpoint that I have. So I mean, by all means, my bass lines are can be a little good, but like shoot, a live bass will kill that any day. So you know, I, I welcome. I just yeah, all that energy will be will be dope to see. So excited about that too. finally I wanted to acknowledge the late greats that passed away like I think within 10 days of each other and each each one of them touched my life in, in a way and, and 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 that's true for a lot of people for sure um, Betty white passed away I believe New Year's Eve uh 2022, 2021 and then Sydney Portier passed away not long after that and bob saget passed away too he's the youngest of the bunch and um that was a shock to me i think he was 65 i think um and and betty white passed away just before her 100th birthday which would have been amazing and um so it's just it was really just sad to roll into 2022 and just have those three losses come right away now granted we, we just lost bell hooks like a month ago so so that's that's i mean that's just a lot you know and um but but for three folks in in the in the acting you know pop culture you know realm it was just it was just crazy and and betty white's one of those people who everybody loved her you know what i'm saying she was one of those she was one of those white entertainers who like Was was unproblematic as far as I know. I don't. I don't know if I don't know if anything she did that was problematic or whatever. And I could be wrong, but that's that's just. I don't know anybody that like didn't like Betty White. Everybody loved Betty White, and she was on The Golden Girls, of course, for a long time. She was amazing in there. Uh, She, I remember her being on Saturday Night Live a bunch of times. Was hilarious there too. I mean, everything she's been in uh, that I've seen has just been golden and and um (laughs) golden, of course, and. Yeah, I so losing her just before her 100th birthday is is definitely sad. I I you know, would have loved to see her reach reach the century mark. Um but obviously a, a a long and a long life, very fulfilled life and we are very blessed to have had Betty White on this earth and and to have been able to witness her work. Same is true for Sidney Poitier. Sidney Poitier is an it was a monumental figure in black cinema. And I, I read his his autobiography some years ago uh, was it last year yeah last year or two years ago I read um, Harry Belafonte's my song he talks about Sydney Portier quite a lot and it wasn't always positive I mean Harry Harry and Sydney were great 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 friends um, but then they had you know issues here and there which has, that happens with friends and whatnot but just hearing hearing about Sydney's life as much as Harry Harry um, talked about it was, was just a reminder how instrumental both of them were. And, and you know, to lose Sidney Poitier is also obviously tragic. He's from the Bahamas, uh, which I don't know. I mean, I don't know if everybody knew that. Maybe everybody did. But Sidney Poitier in his career was trailblazing uh, and, and just such a – he obviously had such a huge impact on on the film industry and played so many important roles in cinema. And so, you know, rest in peace to Sidney Portier. Again, we love and appreciate you too. Uh you did so much for for black cinema and and the civil rights movement too. I mean, he was involved, you know, off and on with 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 that as well. So, you know, yeah. Another great one lost there. And then Bob Saget. Uh I, I I was a fan of Full House and I also I mean America's Funniest Home Videos. I mean he was he was big in the in the 90s and and um definitely loved loves you know some of that stuff back then. I have no you know I haven't seen I've have never I have no idea how Full House would, would land now. I'm not sure if that show aged well or not, but it was definitely a show I I I watched in the 90s. Um and uh so and Bob Seger Bob Sag was just a guy that just made you laugh. He was just, you know, a solid dude. Now, it's crazy because um, I do follow Talib Kweli, one of my favorite MCs, on Instagram, and he posted some stuff. He had interviews with Bob Saget. They're they're essentially friends. I had no idea about this, um, but he and Bob Saget are, are, were friends, and and he had just posted some some content with him and Bob Saget talking about a couple of different. I think it was ah uh, they talked about cancel culture. I think a few months back when when Chappelle was going through everything, and. Um, I don't know, it was just cool to hear Bob Saget, like these many years later talking about these issues and whatnot. And and um I don't know, it just makes makes me like him even more that the guy like Talib Kweli bangs with him. Like it's like, oh shoot, like this 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 dude this dude is what's up. Like, okay. Um and uh so yeah, to lose him too, just tragic and and, and definitely sad to hear that as well. Um so yeah, rest in peace to Betty White, Sydney Poitier, and Bob Saget. All right, y'all. That is the show. Quick first episode of 2022. Little bit of a preview for what the year hopefully maybe will unfold. And uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out before I close I will say a couple of songs that I'm rocking to right now first one is the black Pumas with colors now black pumas I hadn't heard of them but I was actually at work and I was playing a radio station based on Michael Kiwanuka and you know how when you're playing playing like a Pandora station or a radio station and Something hits your ear and you're like, yo, what is that? Like, you know, you listen to everything. Everything sounds cool. But like, there's always that one song that just like stands out to you. And I ran over to the computer. And I was like, what is that? And I, and I was like, oh, Black Pumas. Oh, yeah, cool. I remember that. And then I went back to work and I was doing my thing. Then like maybe it was the, even the next day. Like, another song comes out. Ooh, who is that? Black Pumas. Same album. I'm like, who, is, who are these folks? Like, this is some good stuff. And uh, I think the album even came out a couple years ago. Um so I'm just getting getting to it now but man that Black Puma stuff is fire and the song that is in my head constantly right now is Colors. That that joint is just smooth the background singing the the whew, the guitar riffs in there like that song is just a banger and I'm not even sure I just looked up the lyrics before the show and honestly I'm not sure exactly what it's about like I didn't look it up on Genius I'm not I'm not sure if it's annotated or whatever but the song is just vibes, and that, that their music in general is just vibes. Like this, sometimes he sounds like CeeLo Green on a couple songs, but like it's it, overall it's a unique sound, and just the instrumentation is beautiful. Like the harmonies, every good stuff. Um, second song I'm rocking to is really a statement song um, because I happen to see, uh, I happen to see Amanda Seals post about some of the hate that that Mickey Guyton is getting. And if you don't know Mickey Guyton, she's a, a black country singer. And obviously, as you would expect, some people in the country music world are not fond of a black woman singing country. And her her music is, is very black. Like it talks about being black and, you know, Sort of an RE of country music from a content standpoint, like you know, talking about hair and and skin tone and some of the struggles that that she's been through as a black woman, but she sings country music, and so that's dope, you know. And I, I, you know, and so and so th- this is, I, it always bothered me when when white people said I don't like hip hop or I don't like rap, but I like Eminem, and I think it was um I can't think of the guy's name. It was a DJ. Actually, a white DJ who made this point, I can't think of his name, but he said, when white people say they they don't like rap, but they like Eminem, it's like, you know, it's racism or, you know, it's some prejudice type stuff, because if you like, if, if you don't know, if you don't know rap, then you don't know how, what, how good Eminem is. And if you just like Eminem for his content, most of which is dark, satirical, and just and violent and all of this stuff. it's like, why is this your favorite content in rap music? Like it's obviously because he's white because you clearly you know the, the you don't have any context for why he's a so such an amazing MC um and so that that has always bugged me and that and that that DJ I can, I, oh Rosenberg Peter Rosenberg yes, I believe that was him. he articulated how I felt about. When white people say i like eminem perfectly i don't even think i did it justice just now but so now here's my chance i don't like country music i don't really listen to country music but i like mickey guyton okay i like her <laughs> so that's 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 my that that's that's just what i'm standing on and and i've listened to i i put i'm gonna start a 2022 playlist I had a 2020 playlist. I don't think I did one for 2021, but I got Black Pumas and Mickey Guyton on there starting out for the year. I'm going to see what else I tack on for the year's playlist, but I'm I'm listening to them two right now starting off the year. So, yeah. I don't like country music, but Mickey Guyton, I'm rocking with her for sure. All right, y'all. That's the show. I appreciate you. Listening to this episode of Who Knows Is Just Life, the podcast. This is your host, Kyle. As always, you can reach out to me about this episode or any other episodes on Instagram at RealdAdult. That's R E A L D A D U L T. I hope to catch you here next time. Until then, be safe, be well, peace.